...for fundraiser, and the yacht was packed with the most powerful men and women in the state. The men, looking handsome in dark dinner jackets, and the women, elegantly clad in fancy cocktail dresses and magnificent jewelry, all added to the glamour of the event. Brandon Taylor, the stately managing partner of Taylor, Dennison, and Evans, the law firm at which Ryan recently had been named a partner, was making his way around the deck, shaking hands and stroking egos. As a high-profile lawyer, as well as the son and grandson of two former United States senators, Brandon was intent on becoming his party's candidate for the next Senate race. So far, no one of any importance had chosen to oppose him for the nomination, and Brandon was busy ensuring that no one would, especially Paul Worthington, the multimillionaire owner of this magnificent yacht. Rebecca tossed back her head of red hair, which cascaded over her shoulders in a mass of curls, and nudged closer to Ryan. "'I love you,' he whispered in her ear, his breath warm against her cheek. "'I love you, too,' she murmured. When the music stopped, Ryan pulled away and immediately began to glance around. Watching him, Rebecca could see that the haunted look was back on his face. He was a handsome man, and she particularly loved the boyish way his light blonde hair fell forward over his brow. But tonight, Ryan's face was lined with exhaustion. Gone, too, was the devilish sparkle in his blue eyes. His gaze still focused on the crowd of people around them. He leaned against the rail, and his tall, muscular body slumped forward as if the air had been let out of his chest. Ryan usually looked younger than his thirty-five years, but not tonight. "'You look so tired,' Rebecca said gently, admonishing him. Ryan's mouth twisted into the crooked grin that when she first met him had melted her heart. In spite of his weight loss and his pale, gaunt face, that smile reminded her of the man with whom she had fallen in love. How could things have changed so drastically and so fast? A mere three weeks ago, everything in their lives had been wonderful. They were in love and trying to have a baby. They were both excelling in their legal careers— At twenty-nine, Rebecca had a responsible and fulfilling job as a staff lawyer in a legal clinic for lower-income people. Ryan's lifelong passion had been politics, and he'd been thrilled when, recently, Brandon Taylor had asked him to join his campaign staff. Rebecca and Ryan were often amused by the fact that their only arguments were not about the differences in their religions, which didn't seem to pose a problem, but about politics. She was a Democrat, while he was a Republican. Then something had happened. Without warning, she had begun to live in a nightmare. Memories of the last several weeks came crashing into her head. The nights Ryan hadn't been able to sleep, his almost hostile silences, his moodiness, the abrupt flashes of temper. It was clear to Rebecca that he was deeply troubled. Yet he told her virtually nothing, insisting that what was bothering him was work-related and therefore confidential. She'd sensed that wasn't completely true— During their two-year marriage, without divulging any specifics that would violate their ethical obligations, they'd always discussed everything, including their legal cases. Besides, his eyes gave him away. He was hiding something from her. Well, if she was going to help him, she had to find out what it was. Ryan started searching his pockets, looking for a cigarette. It was your idea to stop smoking when we started trying to have a baby she reminded him wryly, the corners of her mouth turning upwards. Please, babe. He took the pack out and removed one. I'm at least trying to keep it down to two a day. Rebecca decided not to press him. He still had a lot of mingling to do tonight. 
locking up as much support as possible for Taylor's candidacy. She'd wait until they were in the car on their way home to try and find out what was disturbing him so much. A crew person dressed in a crisp white uniform with epaulets approached Rebecca and Ryan. He nodded to them and smiled. Your host has asked that any smoking be confined to the stern of the boat, in the fishing cockpit. May I show you the way? Ryan glanced at her, a question in his eyes. Go ahead, Rebecca said softly. I've got to fix my contact lens. I'll meet you back up here in a little while. Okay. He looked at her lovingly, then brushed his lips against her forehead. See you soon. Rebecca watched him follow the crew person to the circular stairway that led to the lower levels of the boat. Just before Ryan's head disappeared from view, their eyes met, and he gave her a smile. It sent a rush of warmth and hope through her. Somehow they would work things out.